0: hello and welcome to the sensual being podcast with myself your host jolene whiting i have been a pole dance teacher for nearly 20 years i'm also a yoga instructor and my favorite pastimes are connecting to my own sensuality connecting with the world and connecting with animals as well In this podcast, you'll find new and inventive ways of how you see yourself, connecting yourself with others, and also how you see and view the world around you. For this episode today, we are going to be looking at how our thoughts can dictate how we feel about events coming up, how we can change them to make us feel happier in our day-to-day life. Hello, you wonderful, sensual being. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are going to be talking about your thoughts and how they can predetermine how you feel about things that are going to come up in your life or that might be coming up or that might have happened and stuff. I want to have a look at how you are seeing things. So what do I mean by this? I mean certain thoughts that you attached, particularly to things that haven't happened yet. How do you navigate that? What are you doing? Is there something that you're doing? Is there something that we could change or alter about that, altering your perception about events that are coming up? So first of all, your thoughts are not real. They are actually not real, but how we can attach ourselves to thoughts can make them seem very real. Now, this is interesting because we can change our state of being by thinking about things. Yeah. So if our thoughts are spiraling out of control, they can make us feel awful, awful. I mean, this, I mean to be honest, this is how um, actors and actresses Um, do things like like if they cry on set they they can draw on a previous experience I'm not saying they all do this but they can draw on a previous experience and literally just think about it and put themselves through that and it will invoke a certain response particularly when it comes to physical tears you know so thoughts are extremely powerful so whilst I'm telling you they're not real they hold a lot of power particularly for something that isn't real So, with this as well, it can lead to a lot of anxiety. So, anxiety is very much fearful of what might happen, yeah, what might happen. So, when we are fearful about things, we can attach bad thoughts to good things, yeah, So I know bad things do happen in life and I'm not saying that by doing this you are going to eradicate that. That is not where we are going with this. We are trying to manage our expectations of how we perceive things that are happening. So if you've got something coming up it could be really good. I mean you might be getting married soon and you might be thinking, whoa, this is amazing, I'm getting married. And then you might be thinking, oh my God, I'm getting married. What about if this goes wrong? What about if this goes wrong? What about if this goes wrong? And then all of a sudden, can you feel the shift in how you're feeling? Some of my students before, when they've got a dance show coming up, they're like, yes, the dance show, I'm gonna book it, I'm gonna perform. And then all of a sudden, the closer we get to the time, the more anxiety and fear start to creep in what about if this happens what about if that happens and i'm not saying that none of this stuff will happen but the chances are most of the things you've ever thought about that are bad that could happen i can guarantee probably more than 99% of all that stuff has never happened yeah and the thing is that when stuff does happen you just you will deal with it but if you have gone into it with a better state of mind if, 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 big if, right? If any of that bad stuff does happen, you will have a better state of mind to be able to deal with it. But like I say, the chances are you're probably going to live in fear with these thoughts that you are creating. No one else is creating these thoughts, yeah? It is you. So this is why it's very interesting that I feel we have a power over ourselves to be able to change the way we look at things. Okay. So our way of how we think about things predetermines how we feel leading up to an event. I mean, you might be leading up to something overnight. You might be leading up to something for years. And that's a long time to be anxious about something that you don't need to be. So having the awareness and the realization, first of all, that you are in control of your thoughts and your thoughts are not real. That's kind of part one. Yeah, you need to understand that first before you can do anything else, okay? Think of it like your thoughts, like when you look up at the sky, you can see the sky, but you can see clouds, but the clouds are not the sky, yeah? So think of that like your thoughts. Your thoughts are like the clouds, They are not who you really are. They are not what's really happened. They are not how you were living your life. They're just thoughts. Whether they're good or bad, it doesn't matter. They are just thoughts. So we don't wanna get lost in them. We don't wanna start believing them because like I say, anxiety is huge. There's a lot of living in a fear state, okay? And we need to try and take ourselves out of that fear state So that we can lead through our life in a better way. So how can we do this? So like I say, the awareness and the reality of it comes first. So you've got that now. And I'm not saying this is easy. It is a process and you have to keep working at it because your brain will keep working at it too. It will never stop because it's the beauty of your wonderful brain. So apart from awareness, meditation is actually very good for this mindfulness meditation. So when we do mindfulness meditation, a lot of the time um, you focus on your breathing and you can use your breath as an anchor. So you sort of follow your breath in and out. Maybe you imagine a color, maybe you just follow the flow, maybe you follow the sensation in your body. It doesn't matter what, but it's the focus of the breath, inhaling and exhaling. Now with mindfulness meditation, we are not trying to make your mind go blank. A lot of people think, oh, I sit down, I'm going to zen out and I'm not going to think about anything. No. I mean, if you're one of those people, absolutely fine, down to you. But mindfulness meditation, it's about being able to refocus your thoughts so when you feel that spiral happening like oh what about this happens what about that what about that and you are oh my god before you know it you are you are gone in that make-believe world that doesn't even exist what mindfulness meditation will do is it will give you the ability to re-channel where your thoughts are going so during a meditation you'll probably find that oh yeah she says focus on the breath and then you'll be like wonder what I've got to get for dinner tonight. Oh, I wonder what color my socks are that I put on this morning. So (laughs) you'll get all this random stuff come in because your brain will never stop. And when you realize, when you're doing a meditation and you realize, oh, what am I thinking about my, my socks for? You can think, ah, I need to bring myself back to the breath. So you consciously do it. Yeah. And now this process you do as many times as you need to so suddenly you've gone off again and thought, oh, I thought ah, what am I having for dinner tonight and then you think oh oh okay no I need to come back to my breathing yeah so don't be scared about trying mindfulness meditation because it will teach you how to channel your thoughts and some days you'll do a meditation and then you'll be doing this constantly or you might be just unaware that you keep going off. But that's okay, because it is different every time. You don't suddenly get good at it. Yeah, it's not that type of thing. But the more you do it, so when I started doing mindfulness meditation, I started off with, I found it very hard to find the time, which meant arguably I needed to do it more. So I started off with like one minute, one minute a day. Then I went up to two minutes, then I went up to five and I went out to 10. This process, to be honest, it took me about a year of trying, trying my best to do it every day. And then after about a year, pretty much every day since then, and it's been about seven or eight years now, um, I will do it pretty much every day without fail. And I normally do, if I am struggling for time, I will just do a five minute because something is better than nothing. Okay. But normally, more often than not, I'm at least 15 minutes every day. Now, what has happened is that has completely changed how I refocus my mind in my day to day, completely. So I noticed that it really did do something good because um, my mum had an accident a few years ago. I was I'm so connected with my mum that I I really channeled in empathy wise to her and I couldn't help it. I was so open because it's her and I felt so cut up about it. She's okay now. She's good. Um, but when I was coming away from her from hospital and I had to go to sleep that night, I was thinking, Oh my God, I am not going to sleep. I am not going to sleep. But I did some mindfulness meditation before I went to bed and I managed to refocus my mind for about five minutes And then I got into bed. And do you know what? Mindfulness meditation is about keeping your awareness to your breath. And I was quite tired. Um, So what I did was I just continued to do it until I fell asleep. I just continued to refocus on the breath until I fell asleep. And do you know what? I couldn't believe it. It worked. And I actually slept. I couldn't believe it. So I kept doing this. I normally meditate in the morning. That's just for me, how I prefer it. But This I added in extra in the evening because I was like my brain, my brain and my emotions running so high. So because I had practiced regularly, when I called on this superpower, because I really needed it, it was there for me and I was able to use it even more than just channeling my thoughts different throughout the day. So do give it a go. See how you get on. Mindfulness meditation is the main thing to do really for for this if you're new to it. It doesn't have to be for very long. So many different places of getting meditations. It's going to be down to you where you're drawn to. But the main thing is you sit down, you feel your connection to the ground, bring your awareness to your breath. And if your mind wanders, just come back to the breath. If it wanders, come back to the breath. Okay. That is Base level. That's all you need to do. It. Just set yourself five deep breaths. Can you do? Can you do five deep breaths in a row and not have your mind wander? That's a good place to start. Okay. So a lot of this today is about changing your perception of things. And one of my favorite intentions, which helps with that quite a lot, is turning your expectation into appreciation. So I hope you found this episode useful. And don't forget to lead through your life with your heart and to live with intention. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your friends and on social media. If you have the time to rate or review this podcast, I'd be ever so grateful. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at Jolene Sensual Being. The links to my YouTube and to sign up to my mailing list will be in the show notes as well. I look forward to speaking with you again very soon.